some people in this Hey guys, check this out. I am officially now sponsored by Dubby. Dubby is a clean energy drink made to give you focus with no crash. If you guys are like me, you're always needing a burst of energy, especially with one with no crash. Dubby contains vitamins, amino acids, a nootropic, and 150 milligrams of caffeine. It keeps me awake with no jitters, guys. Check it out. Merch link is in the bio. Dubby. Are you ready? Power. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! What we've got here is failure to communicate. I'm building an alliance. God bless the internet. Okay, let's party. It's showtime. It's time for the Alliance Guys Podcast with your hosts Kevin Frazier, Jaden, DKM, and Jay Cal. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Alliance Guys Podcast, a presentation of Alliance-Wrestling.com, your number one source for news and information for the National Wrestling Alliance. My name is Jay Cal, and just remember, you can't please all the people all the time. Hell, you can't even please all the people some of the time. What you do is find the people that dig you and knock it out of the park for them. And that's what we try to do each and every Thursday night for you guys here on the Alliance Guys podcast. With me is Jaden and DKM. Gentlemen, say hi. Salutations. Man, DK has got some serious... Hello. Hello. How are you today? Good. How are you enjoying California weather? Kind of. Kind of? Actually, no, I'm not. Because back over here, it's over 100 degrees. And for somebody who usually likes it, maybe around the 70s, 80s, this does not feel good, ladies and gentlemen. I did not mean to turn this into a, a, a newscast of the weather, but thank you for joining in. Adios, muchacho. Adios. It's over 100 here in Jersey. How's it in Texas? Oh, it's been over 100 for like three or four weeks now. It's, you know, it's gotten to the point of, hey, look, it's 105, just like yesterday. And the day yeah, before. it was 100 and 106. It's 106 yesterday. And then uh, it's supposed to be in the 90s come Monday. But, uh, can't happen fast enough. Hey, real quick, I want to say what's up to Luthez, Mike, Willie Bowen, uh, Sam Retro, James Bell. What is up, gentlemen? Matthew Underwood, thank you guys for joining us here on this 
extremely hot podcast. That's because Jaden's here. And uh, we're going to get talking about some wrestling here in just a minute. We have a lot of things to talk about. But first and foremost, uh, if you guys weren't watching on Instagram Live, the late breaking news, this just handed to me, Tyrus is going to add the stipulation to his matchup against EC3 on the second night of the 75th anniversary pay-per-view, a bull rope match. And to sweeten the pot, he's putting his career on the line. Jaden, what do you think about that? I heard a rumor that has been stated that his health isn't in the highest uh, order right now. Somebody told me, I won't say who, but I have a source that says he hasn't been very healthy recently. So I wonder if that has anything to do with it. Jeez, uh, uh, DKM, have you heard any rumors? Do you have any sources? What's going on with our pal Tyrus? Well, I have, I've heard lots of rumors and I've heard lots of, I have lots of sources, but actually in relation to this, I haven't heard much. Although I don't, I certainly don't doubt it. Tyrus is 50 and he has been overweight for a while. And, uh, you know, your, your first thought, whenever you hear that the career is on the line, is one of two things, either, you know, that person's going to win or, you know, that already know that person's going to retire. You know, kind of usually happens either way. I mean, that's, that's kind of the odds either way. <laughs> well, well, but in other words, you kind of know who's going to win because, you know, if EC3 were putting his career on the line, you would know that you would know that he's winning. But in this in this case, I think this might be a perfect out for Tyrus to get him out of the ring. The problem is, if he just loses, then he you know, well, he's got to you know challenge for the title again, and they haven't been real big. I mean, he suffered what one loss the entire time. I'll find that out right now. I mean, I can only remember him losing to Murdoch in in their uh, one-on-one title match. I don't remember him losing to anybody else. Like, are you talking like complete win win loss record in the NWA? Yeah. Like I, I mean, maybe he's had a countout loss or something like that. Certainly hasn't been pinned or submitted. So his first match in the NWA, going back to March 21st, 2021, he beat Kratos at back for the attack. He beat Matthew Mims. He won a three-way match between Marche Rocket and Matt Cross. He took a time limit draw against the Pope. Um, didn't win the Battle Royal for the number one title uh, shot. Uh, defeated the Pope. Uh, yeah, they changed the rules in that Battle Royal, remember? Yeah. Um, Tyrus defeated Black Jesus and Jordan Clearwater. Tyrus defeated Kratos. Tyrus defeated the Pope for the title. Um, basically, Idol Mania beat uh, the end with the Pope. Tyrus beat Black Jesus. Tyrus beat Jordan Clearwater. Tyrus beat Sion. Tyrus defeated Jaden Roller. Um, I'll just say I never wrestled him. <laughs> uh, yeah. Tyrus defeated Rodney Mack. Sion versus Tyrus was a no contest, but it was also a slam challenge. 
Mims defeated Tyrus in a slams challenge, so that doesn't really count. Um, Tyrus defeated Mims. Sion and Tyrus defeated the ill-begotten. Tyrus defeated Odinson. Trevor Murdoch defeated uh, Tyrus at the 74th. Tyrus defeated Mims. Um, he had a no contest when Latimer, Murdoch, and then Tyrus took on Williams, Kratos, and the Pope. Tyrus defeated Murdoch and Cardona. Uh, Idolmania Sports Management defeated Joe Alonzo and Lauder Bellion. Uh, Blunt Force Trauma and Tyrus defeated Rolando and the Cardonas. Uh, Tyrus defeated Cardona. Tyrus defeated Rolando. Black G's and EC3 defeated Eric Jackson and Tyrus. Tyrus defeated Daga. Tyrus defeated... Yeah, Tyrus didn't take the pin on that. <laughs> no. So, no. Uh, the only really time that uh, Tyrus has lost... Uh, is, Mims and Murdoch. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he lost at the uh, the Midnight Riders uh, Crockett Cup. Him and Adonis lost to Knox and Murdoch's. Murdoch. Singles matches only. Yeah, so, no. I was going to say didn't. that, and he didn't take the pin in that one either. No. Real quick, so let's do some Tyrus jokes. Tyrus is so fat that he was liberated by rebels and became the People's Republic of Tyrus. The Pillsbury Doughboy Tyrus is the worst world. I thought it was going to be a joke, Willie. Damn it. Tyrus, the cholesterol commando. That's closer. That's, like that's, that. better. that's better. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, so I, I kind of echo your uh, sentiments, DK. It's like, Inevitably, if you are putting up a career match, why? Um, and as a, we could tell so far, it doesn't seem like EC3 will be putting his career on the line. So that almost 100% ensures that he's going to lose unless Billy wants to swerve us. Controversy. Well, you know, that's how Billy likes to do things. And, and it would be just as easy for uh, Tyrus to win at 75 as it would be for him to lose. And I honestly, I'm not convinced either way for sure yet, but uh, I, you're I, telling M night, uh, M night Corgan, Shala Corman, Corgan's going to work on that. Yeah. Outsource it. Um, I, you know, honestly, I thought that uh, I didn't think uh, Tyrus was going to show up and I kind of thought tonight's press conference was going to be him saying, Hey guys, I'm just not going to be able to do this and him forfeit the title. That way he never loses it. That way, if he ever decides he is healthy enough to get back to the ring, he can and have that, uh, well, I never was beaten for the title type motif. If he's truly injured, like uh, like Jaden, you think he is, how is he going to compete in a, um, a, a bull rope match? You have to move way less in a bull rope match. Um, you do a lot of pulling and dragging and stalling and things like that where you don't have to be a lot less motion-wise physical. And all you have to do is really kind of bleed. I ain't got time to bleed. I, I apparently don't have a Jesse and body impersonation. I was going to say, you, you had elements of a good Jesse impression, you just didn't get there. It was close. Yeah. I could hear it. I never attempted one before. It's my first time. <laughs> so, not bad. Um, Willie has another Tyrus. Tyrus is so dumb, he thinks a pharmacist is a lady who lives and works on a farm. <laughs> you know, I heard Tyrus bought a new belt. You know what a belt for Tyrus is called? A tire? I was going to say the equator. No. Nope. Ah! Uh, the other thing, and we'll get to this in a minute, but whoop, whoop. Whoop, Matthew, whoop. 
Matthew Underwood. Um, so, and then Willie brings up this point. Uh, how come Tyrus never wrestled Jack Stane, Blake Bulletproof Troop, Knox, or Bully Ray? Uh, Willie, I think we all know the answer to that. The, he just hasn't been ready to wrestle. He, I don't think he physically could. I think they wanted to use him as the best that they could and put him in a position where he could uh, be world's heavyweight champion. But, it, I mean, look, uh, he hasn't defended the title since the 312 pay per view. And that's going back now to April. And by the time that, he, 312, that's also, that's ironic. That's how many hot dogs he won in the last comp, he ate in the last competition. Who wins in a hot dog eating contest, him or Joey Chestnut? He would eat Joey Chestnut. <laughs> he would eat Joey Chestnut as Joey Chestnut's eating hot dogs. Yes. Uh, Matthew Underwood said, if Nick Cage and Vikingo can have a believable match, EC3 can make this work. Karrion Cross does the best, Jesse. Uh, Karrion Cross has an incredible uh, Jesse Ventura. Have you heard it? Yeah, I have. And so does Will Sasso. They're both really good. Someone should have make them do a, a Jesse off. A Jesse off. Um, Legal? Can you do that in public? Uh, at the right venue, sure. Anything's possible in the World Wrestling Federation. Hey, Maybe uh, in San Francisco. Yikes. Um, yeah. So there was also some uh, controversy lately, and I'll I'll say this, man. Yesterday, last night, whatever it was, when the NWA social media account typed "whoop whoop" and didn't have any context, my heart dropped a little bit. In fact, somebody who I'm friends with, a promoter out here in Southern California, no connection to the NWA whatsoever, never has, never will, nothing, said that he saw that tweet and his heart dropped because he thought that that meant. Uh, a returning wrestler would be coming back to the NWA. I'm sure you guys all know who we're talking about uh, in Marty Skrull, who famously goes whoop whoop before he enters the venue, and the fans do it back to him. And I'll be honest, man, I was never more happier to see that it's the insane clown posse coming to the NWA. I would take the ICP over Marty Skrull at this point. Jaden, uh, what are your thoughts on now the ICP who have had uh, – matches appearances with the wwe wcw uh ecw and now an impact now they're finally stepping down in the nwa i like how you say stepping down like they're finally going down the hill you know into worse and worse places they can get involved in i never hated icp i wasn't a juggalo i love their song chicken hunting there's a few songs that i i, I laugh at i don't exactly say i like them but i mean but i they were there and I never hated them as a lot of other people do. Uh, I also don't hate clowns. I never, you know, so maybe that's why, but whatever uh, they're, what are they there with? Uh, the, the brothers of fun instruction. Is yes, that what sir. it's going to be? Yep. Is there there's only one of them left, right? Uh, yeah. I, well, I don't, I don't really know. To be honest with you, my education on the ICP kind of stopped around uh, 1999, 2000. Uh, I thought they were pretty cool, to be honest with you, when they came out with the great Muda and uh, and uh, Vampiro into the uh, WCW atmosphere. I think they were going by the name of the Deadpool, no relation to the comic. I thought that was pretty awesome. I thought that was a lot of fun. Uh, that's all I kind of got from it. There's the ICP sometimes treat wrestling more respectfully than some of the people in wrestling do nowadays. Well, they, they would that should say a lot. They would host their shows, the Juggalo Championship Wrestling, and that's very much the case. 
Uh, I know that they had Adam Pierce and Colt Cabana on some of their shows. I know that they've had a lot of like wrestlers on those shows. I remember watching the old VHS tapes of their of those shows. I'm not going to call them events, Jaden. I'm just not. They were shows, and they weren't that good. Uh, DK, we know that you're the standing juggalo here on the podcast. Tell us what you think about ICP being involved in the NWA. <laughs> <laughs> You know, DK's RBF uh, game is real strong tonight. It's RDF? RBF. Resting in space. Oh. All right. Except for for me, just resting grumpy old bastard face. It's the G-O-B. Grumpy old bastard. Is that your rap name, DK? Grumpy old bastard? Sure. I like that idea. There used to be a wrestler in the area called himself the Angry Little Man. The Angry Little Man? Yeah. Was that Rolando? He was taller than Rolando. Oh. Then again, so was Jimmy Clydesdale. R.I.P. Jimmy Clydesdale. Sure. Uh, so, I mean, I'll be honest, man. Oh, 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 sp- speaking of that, do we know the latest controversy about the height challenged? No, because your your buddy Hornswoggle is involved in it. Are you talking about the Hollywood where they're like uh, complaining about the next uh, the next movie where they're uh, maybe it's a remake of The Wizard of Oz and they're not going to use little people as the Munchkins? It's the it's Snow White and the Seven. Oh, dwarves. the Seven Dwarfs. Okay. But now it's not going to be Seven Dwarfs. It's going to be Seven Magical Creatures or something like that. And so, you know, there's different different ethnic groups in one dwarf. And so a lot of people have been playing, uh, yeah, what's his name? The guy from uh, Game of Thrones. Peter Dinklage? Yes, because he was somewhere giving an interview one time, and he was blasting the idea of, uh, of you know, doing like a Seven Dwarves movie or whatever. And Hornswoggle has come out and goes, well, that's mighty fine for a guy that's made a hell of a lot of money playing a dwarf in a, you know, in a major, uh, uh, major show. He goes, there's not very many places where a dwarf's going to play a top character. And we, he goes, and you had have a chance for seven of them here in, in a Snow White. And so Hornswoggle has kind of been going around on television and across the world because the interview I saw was actually from Australia. Uh, blasting, blasting Dinkle for his comment and blasting Disney for not using dwarves for the thing. And of course, other people are blasting because Snow White's uh, uh, Hispanic, Mexican. I'm not really sure. I wonder where Brad Williams sits on this subject. Hmm? I wonder where Brad Williams sits on this subject. Who? Brad uh, Williams. A little person comedian. I mean, I wonder where he sits, which high chair he sits in. I don't know. So, <laughs> there's a, there, the, locally, and it's not, they're actually an international, let me say that again. They are a, a nationally touring uh, little person wrestling company uh, that's 
based in Central Coast, California, and they, they it's something like midget championship wrestling, which I'm always like, wow, like I thought that was an offensive term for little people, but that's the promotion calling it, and and the owner of the promotion is not a little person; he is a former wrestler, but um, uh, he does have like you know uh, the the entire show is featured with uh, little people in the ring. So I, I, I guess there's some sort of understanding. They could use that phrase, whatever. But they tour little bar. That's no pun intended. They tour bars all over uh, the states. You know, I've seen their shows as far as like Texas and Utah and Colorado. And they come out here to Southern California all the time. Um, only like oh, literally like an hour away from me. All the, they're, they're like almost three time, three or four times a year. They do shows that are uh around this area so like for many for, for the minis the the little people i mean in at least in wrestling there's a lot of opportunities uh, but i don't know how how profitable those opportunities are you know we had a bar out here that once a month would feature uh i think they called it midget wrestling too and, i mean it's uh, their company yeah and uh Oh, it was interesting. I don't think they do it anymore. Well, I think bar change over show, but I think that's why they don't do it anymore. But yeah, for you know a couple of years, you could go once a month and watch the the hindsight brawlers. Yes. So so that that, that that I don't know what term is acceptable anymore. That wrestling promotion that I was just talking about, they're called Micromania Midget Wrestling. That's their full name. They're actually going to be like 10 minutes away from my house this Saturday. It's uh, a short trip. <laughs> I, I knew it. As soon as you said that, I knew Jane was going to hit that joke. <laughs> and then they're in Hesperia, which isn't far either. Um, but yeah, uh, Micromania and their, their talents on the, on the poster. It's uh, uh, 25 cents. Um you guys keep going. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up their website. I gotta see the names on this. Keep Micro. going. Keep going where? <laughs> I don't know. You guys keep talking about the little people. Um let's so, see. Jaden. Yes. What's your opinion on people who are underneath the height of five or four eleven? Under the height of four eleven? Under the height of four eleven. Isn't it? I guess you're right. Four eleven, right? Because five twelve would be four twelve would be five foot. Yep. Yeah, I guess that is what is this? I don't know. I guess uh, I don't really have opinion. I guess I have too much of a short attention span to pay attention. So I'm looking at this uh, the the roster, and some of these are actually like women wrestling. So I guess they do women wrestling as well. But there's uh, there's uh, Tiffany Payne. Uh, I think she's regular size. Chica. Ch- Chicana, Mini Johnny Depp, 25 Cent, Max Mini, Mini G.O.D., Too Tall, uh, I can't read that name, El Torito, Mascarita Dorada. I don't think these are actually the, the Lucha variety ones. Nacho Libre's El Lobito, Mini Dorongo King, La Parquita, Octagoncito, Mini Kung Fu Panda, Ray Sable? Um... Uh, Shorty is a Rolando Bam Bam Swoggle Jay Savage Little Miss Firefly Big Papa, who is still a mini 
Mini McGregor, uh, Micro Tiger, Mini Teshimo, Turtle, Mini Bruno Mars, Lucha Smurf and Smurfette, Lil Chola, Lil Hank Dalton, Mini Mayweather, Cat the Midget, Blix, Mini Eminem, Lil Homie, Doomsday, Pequeno Halloween, Incubus, Mini Pacquiao, Demo, Rolando, Rolando McDonald, Jamaican Joe, Puppet of Impact fame. No, not Impact. Yeah, no, Impact. Little Fabio, Little Ka, Little Kato, and E-Money. Micromaniatour.com forward slash Micromania slash athletes. That definitely wasn't a short list. No, it's pretty long for a short list. Hey, I found it. According to the Little People of America website, the preferred term for dwarfism is little person. Yes. Although person of short stature and dwarf are acceptable, the term midget is highly offensive. Although they don't explain why it is, it is. There's a, there's a, uh, uh, have you guys have a short fuse about that? Very. Uh, Sorry. Have you ever heard of the comedian um, Tom Segura? Can't say as I have. Um, I saw Tom Segura years ago before he got famous, and one of the things he said, uh, one of his bits was that he was at a uh, telling jokes, and he used the M word quite religiously in the bit. And afterwards, a little person approached him and said, hey, you can't use that word. It's like using the N word. And it, except for the uh, the little person didn't edit himself, and so Tom Segura's like, "Look, man, if if these guys come over here and kick your ass, I'm not going to do anything." It's a funny bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeremy says that Tom Segura is a serial killer. All right. Didn't he accuse? Uh, didn't didn't Tom Segura accuse uh, Garth Brooks of being a serial killer? All right, that's another show. Probably. Sorry, guys. When they sign those midget wrestlers, do they sign the short-term contracts? Well, the promotion is only going to be around for a short time, so probably. Those are mini tours. Ah. See, and you okay, do it. So we you we now know that we're all going to hell. Yeah. It's a short trip for us. Alpha and Sika are oh, leaving money. I, I, I may already be there. <laughs> Alpha and Sika are leaving money if they don't appoint a head of the kids' table. <sighs> Jeremy says, he says Garth Brooks, he claims Garth Brooks is a serial killer to throw the trail off of himself. Maybe. Who knows? Hey, did I show you guys what I got at the uh, Anime Expo? You know, I'm a big Transformer fan, right? Check that out. That's pretty cool, right? Wow, that's more than meets the eye. So let me see. Yeah, I'm trying we're, to change the subject. We're, we're, we're an NWA podcast that has currently talked about the politically correct term of people with dwarfism. And yes, apparently Midget is not right. And uh, and looking at toys that we bought at some. First of all, that's a, that's a painting. That's not a toy. And then I, I got this G.I. Joe uh, Transformer crossover. 
This actually turns into Bumblebee, but I don't know how to do it, so it stays as a Jeep. Did it come with a G.I. Joe? It did, actually. It came with... Uh... It did. I just don't know where I put it. Do you know anything? I also got this one, too, but I haven't opened it up yet. That one's the one I want. You know, the Baroness, was, she was kind of hot. I'm just saying. No, she. There's no doubt about it. The Baroness was totally hot. She was a baddie. What if they ever had a midget GI Joe? They did. Called them Roundhouse. That sounds offensive. I, Dave Scooby says he's gonna go to hell on a full ride scholarship. Uh, Paladin says, hey, Jay, I saw your last show where you were talking about the NWA being bought by TK. The real value isn't the promotion running, but in the digital library for TK streaming service. Paladin, the problem is, is number one, uh, I wasn't advocating that Tony come buy the NWA. Someone just suggested it. Number two, the streaming library that TK is accumulating literally every week with Ring of Honor having like 16 matches on one episode of their Ring of Honor TV. Uh, you know, the NWA has at most four shows a week and a pay-per-view that has maybe 10 matches. I don't, there's, I don't think there's a real big value in the NWA, especially like for, for their library anyways, because it's already been all exposed. Like there's nothing, you know, people would maybe want to see the 10 pounds of gold series, but even then, that's not advantageous for Tony Khan to buy. Only when it was good. That's the saddest thing that they've stopped doing. Thanks for joining the stream. This has been a presentation of Alliance-Wrestling.com. We genuinely appreciate your support. Would you consider subscribing so you'll never miss a future episode? I'd also like to remind you we do a live stream every Tuesday at 5 p.m. before NWA Power. You can find us on social media at The Alliance Blog. And until next time, we are The Alliance.